Shivanandan ji is going to speak about strengthening Indic environmentalism by integrating new religious rites and ceremonies, a case study based on Nalpamaram Project 1. Namaste to all, Nagaraji and other respected scholars online and different parts of India and the world. So I think it's a destiny that this, con this conference, originally planned six months ago, has to happen now. This is the right time to discuss all these aspects of Indic environmentalism and how it affects the various uh, conservation activities, how the nature and Hinduism and other Dharmic traditions are connected. So anyway, so my topic for today is strengthening Indic environmentalism by integrating new religious rites and ceremonies, a case study based on Nal Palmer process. So give me one minute to open this talk. The relationship between Sanadana Dharma and nature is well documented. Especially we saw yesterday how the various speakers uh, narrated the close relationship between all these components. So today we'll start our discussion with a classical example from Central Travanko central part of Kerala. So you can see this uh, wooden sculpture. This is actually Ulsa Murthy. See, this is from Plapandra Sri Badragali Temple near Kayangulam, Kerala. Here you can see how this wooden uh, sculpture is uh, sculptured from a jackfruit tree. So you can see the various components of the priest uh, conducting rituals and then the ceremonial cuttings and then again it's followed by the, the transfer of the wooden part to the uh, sapatis and how they are cut. And then finally it becomes the murti. So what I'm trying to uh, convey to the, uh, through this progression is that uh, through this it gives the connection between what we are worshipping and the jackfruit tree. So this is a way of connecting nature with our divinity. Also, uh, before cutting down this tree, they do uh, prayers and do other ceremonial rituals to get permission from the tree. Uh, from a practical side, we can, uh, we can understand that this is a way of giving advance warning to the uh, other uh, residents of the tree that this tree is going to get cut. So some pre-cutting warning so that be ready so that you can move or migrate to next uh, location. We can consider like this. In the practical sense. Now, uh, what broke this interconnection? The connection between uh, Hinduism, the connection between Sanadana Dharma, and the connection between the nature. What broke this? So, I found out three major reasons. First one is colonialism, and second one is Semitic philosophies to India, and third one is development by ignoring indigenous elements. The image in the slide. Uh, shows the, the world's first tea plantation, which is in Kerala, Nilampur, started by um, British people for the for constructing shipbuilding. Shipbuilding in the world famous Nilampur takes were used extensively. 
so they removed they destroyed the local forest they started teak plantation and then they cut tree uh, teak second one i said uh, just the previous talk he mentioned how the jain philosophies and the, and to an extent the buddhist philosophy and yesterday we saw how the hindu philosophy supported a very um, environmental friendly living but that was not the case with semitic philosophy so i think yesterday suraj rajendran my good friend has mentioned this in his talk in the third one we'll uh, discuss an example now see Uh, in 1961 the kerala livestock improvement act was uh, introduced in kerala so the fourth part fourth para reads like this bulls which have attained a certain age to be licensed so this is about the livestock improvement act 1961 so it reads for no person shall keep a bull which has attained the prescribed age except under and in accordance with the terms conditions and restrictions of a license granted under this section unless it is certified by the prescribed officer that the bull has been effectively castrated by a method and in a manner approved by the director an expiration again from the particular bill act where a person keep more than one bull he shall obtain a separate license in respect of each bull so this particular act was introduced at a time when the government state level and the national level was trying to import everything the everything which is foreign to this land so they ignored the indigenous breeds the indigenous traditions and they were trying to uh, develop everything from the imported varieties breeds so this is part of the white revolution but there was a clause at the last part of this act the 21 saving same act 21 nothing contained in this act shall apply to a bull dedicated in good faith to a religious purpose in accordance with any religious usage or custom provided that notice of the dedication is given in the prescribed manner to the licensing so this act ensured that the bull cow or the bull uh, which was part of the family till then till 1961 could not be continued in the family either he has to give it to some butcher or he has to dedicate it to a uh, temple because that will not be useful for him because it has to be castrated so this started the uh, destruction of native breeds especially in this part of kerala so one classic example of reviving this how the local breeds were saved from its dharmic connection can be uh, taken as this vechur cow and vechur bull so vechur is a place which is uh, close to vaikam mahadeva temple one of the largest shiva temple in kerala and many vechur bulls were dedicated or gifted to temple they were uh, living in association with the temple so because of only their association with the temple they got saved from castration and we could able to continue the uh, we could uh, retrieve or we could continue the legacy of this uh, cow and breeds now all of us know how costly is the milk of uh, vechur cows and um, the medicinal value of vechur cows also so we know that the dharmic angle played a very big role in uh, saving this particular breed from destruction it is in this background that we should study we should uh, learn the environmental impacts environmental initiatives of sadguru sri mata amrathamai devi amma ecological philosophy can be summarized in her own words from her address delivered at the united nations summit of conscience of for the climate paris 2050 so three 
nature is our first mother she nurtures us throughout our life our birth mother may allow us to sit on her lap for a couple of years but our mother nature patiently waits our weight our entire life just as a child is obligated to his birth mother we should all feel an obligation and responsibility towards mother nature so we should protect nature not because we expect something from her that's our obligatory duty that is essential philosophy we can have many reasons to protect mother earth but this should be the bare minimum the essential duty if we forget this responsibility it is equal to forgetting our own self if we forget nature we will cease to exist for to do so is to walk towards death and one of the primary project one of the pre, uh, main project amma has initiated is vishuddha yanitha vishu is uh, the summer festival in kerala um, mainly celebrated around uh, april 14th the new year the agricultural festival and as part of the festival one of the two prominent things are vishu kani and vishu uh, kainitam where the elders uh, gift coins gold coins or in uh, modern currencies to the uh, juniors or the uh, children in the community and also the uh, members of the family will see first see some auspicious object so amma has introduced two more items to this uh, the palette of vishu so first one is you can see the variety of plants and also uh, the vishu vrikshakani this is known as vrikshakani so along with the, all the auspicious object a lamp and other things vriksha the plants were also kept second one is vishu tainita along with small coins or gold coins the practice of distributing plants also started so by integrating a uh, two new parts this uh, tradition has been enlarged or developed by srimata mrtandamai devi and we can see that thousands of homes and temples all across kerala sitting for the last uh, 6 years now coming to nalpamaram so nalpamaram in malayalam means nal pal maram it's a combination of three words nal for pal milk maram is uh, tree so here we can see four trees for lactate uh, milking trees which produces milk so we have atti in malayalam and then itti then arayal pera so in sanskrit udumbara plaksha ashwatha and vada so this four constitutes the set of nalpamaram in ayurveda and this have immense medicinal value and the medicinal values has been uh, presented in this slide so we can see most of the parts like bark root bark stem bark aerial roots leaves buds latex cubes fruits and seeds are used in various ayurvedic formulations to treat many diseases including diabetic skin diseases ulcers nervous disorders vaginal disorders burns diarrhea dysentery the list is very large so this has immense medicinal value now the religious significance of nalpamara tree the among the four trees the first three are first mentioned as a set as mentioned in chatapada brahmana first brahmana second uh, 12th kanda 7th adhyaya so here the the situation is indra has drank soma and he is very tired and from him all the energy is flows out from his skin indra's skin his honor flowed and became the ashwatha tree from his flesh his force flowed indra's flesh and became udumbara from his bone his sweet drink flowed and became negrodha 
So these are the three texts uh, of from Chattapada Brahmana. Another reference to this Nalpamara, the three among uh, the Nalpamara trees can be found in the Mahabharata text. So Mahabharata and Chakana Parma Parva, the conversation is between Yudhishthira and uh, Bhishmacharya. Yudhishthira asks uh, Bhishma Pidamaha, tell me some techniques to live long, how to uh, have a very prosperous and lengthy life. Then he gives an excellent person who desires prosperity on earth does not eat Pippala, Vata, Laksha, and Sundra. This is another reference. So, why? What is the logic behind this? Uh, the text doesn't mention anything, but from using common sense, we can understand. Uh, I, my interpretation is uh, these all have uh, high medicinal values. So, if we eat it more, then it may affect our body in an uh, unhealthy way. We can, uh, in Malayalam, there is a saying, Adhigamayal Amradavum Visham. So maybe that's the reason. Then Vrikshayurveda gives a benefit, benefits of planting. So if you plant Pippala, then he will reach Harith abode. Vishnuloka, then Vata, then Shiva's, uh, Shivaloka, then Praksha. Then the benefit will be equivalent to Rajasuya, the Rajasuya Yajna. Then the Udumbara, uh, if we plant, then we will reach Lunar world. So these are the benefits associated with Vrikshayurveda. Um, uh, quotation from Vrikshayurveda, how the trees benefits the plant. Now, the economic value. Economic value, earlier we know, uh, we uh, came to know that this has been extensively used in medical industry. So one kilogram of dried, crushed, poster on this uh, bark costs around 300 to 400 rupees. And the annual requirement is around 500 tons per annum. It's the requirement of Ayurvedic industry inside India. So, coming to the Nalpamaram project proper. The project involves distributing a set of four trees, this Atti, Itti, Arayal, and Peral, and then planting it in temple surroundings. These are very big trees and it is very difficult to plant them in homes so because the uh, area the area will be very less in modern houses. So they are provided separate places in and around temples. So the project is to plant these uh, four trees as a package. So one example is taken from our Calicut group where they have planted four trees as a set in near a temple. And it started in 2015, and we can see the number of Nalpamaram projects conducted over uh, in 2015. So, all the 14 districts from Tiruvannathapuram to Kasarkot, total around 86 events were conducted. Three, four, uh, you can see this plot. Now, this is about the statistics around 86 events were conducted, and each place, four trees were planted. This Atti area pair. Now, what is the significance? What is the significance of this particular project? First one, we can see its religious significance because uh, we have we are planting four trees which has a very close religious connection where very uh, good benefits are promised. So this will help. Uh, this will help the people, the devotees, to take care of the plants and then medicinal. Medicinal. Uh, nowadays, the Ayurveda industry needs a lot of uh, raw materials and 
the market people says they are not getting original or the um, mention the proper bars they are getting some duplicates or some other material so this trees will also maybe in another 15 to 20 years will also support the ayurveda medicine industry of india and ecological benefits i am not listing any one in anything in particular but we, because we all know how beneficial this for trees to the ecology and economical the local temples definitely will have a source of income because they can give not the roots but the bark the tube and the fruits and some part of it and also the other benefits include it act as a source of food for the local birds so the significance of this project the particular nalpavana project is amma has introduced this particular package by connecting it with a religious activity and we hope that in uh, near future just like we have this nakshatra vana this will be also uh, this will be also circulated all over india and many temples and other religious organizations will whoever has some uh, decent amount of space because these are very big trees will accompany this uh, will accommodate this four trees in the garden or the uh, courtyard thank you here i come thank you very much shivanandan ji